Kava University and things that people get offended by. And there is, in our opinion, in our humble opinion in Kava University, um, a justified reason for being offended. And pretty much it all comes down to this. This is the level that we're at. We are at the level where the only thing that we find taboo to say or to make fun of or to poke fun at is our female relatives, right? So our sisters, our girl cousins, our aunts, our um, grand grandmas, and so forth, etc. Anything else through my experience um it was always okay to clown on your dad, your grandpa, your uncle, your brothers, all that. All that was 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 all fair play. It was fair game. It was free, right? And then that's it. Now if that's it, then we've come to the end of the road as far as what you are allowed to be offended by, which means that's it. That's, that's, there is nothing else. Now, there are people out there that, and in groups, right? The ones that grew up in um, group gang groups, right? Or, you know, more macho groups where there are other words that offend men. Now, men shouldn't be offended by anything else. And just like I said, this is levels. So we're talking about levels of offenses and where you're at. Where do you stand? Are there situations in your life that if anybody... uh, made mention or poked fun at you would be offended and that's something that we have trained in our group in our kava group not to do is not to be offended about things and the list is long for some people in some groups as far as what you can because we're talking about um People who say, oh, that's disrespectful. You can't disrespect me, this and that, whatever. But you go to an OG Kalapu or a Kalapu where these guys actually, you know, behave like kids together. Because Fagatamaiki means like kids. That's what Fagatamaiki means. So when you hear the word Fagatamaiki, you're like, this guy knows how to Fagatamaiki. This guy knows how to... Um, be be a kid, and if you look out how how our friendships were when we were kids, there was nothing. There was nothing to be prideful enough or be proud of enough for you to 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 be offended over. Now, we may be you know offended on some things or some of the kids growing up or whatever may. Um, may have that, but after a fist fight or, you know, throwing hands or whatever, then that's it. It's basically over. But 
you add both the behavior of kids, which is the ability to forgive each other really quick, um, and the intellect of an adult to know and distinguish and uh, call it as it is or whatever it is. And you have a combination of um, a real cover guy or real cover guys. And that's the only, um, the, the group that I'm in, one of the groups that I'm in, that's the only, um, that's the only no-no. That's the only um, thing that we're not allowed to do. And it's, it's a line that none of us cross um you know perhaps because we all have mothers and sisters and aunties and whatever it is that we sense that that's that's the only thing that would be justified to getting your ass kicked basically is that other than that oh man if you're having a bad day or bad situation or something something's going wrong in your life or your dad or your brothers or your grandpa or whatever uncles Oh, that's fair game. And it's a good practice to see where somebody's emotions are or how well somebody has handled or has his emotions under control, right? And that's what it is. So, there are all the different uh, kalapus, all the different... Uh, all the different mixes out there where people are mixing. There are different levels of understanding as far as what's what's able to be talked about in those groups. Where I feel like the group that I was specifically in, let's say if you were messing around on your wife, that's free game. If your wife was messing around on you, that's free game. Um, and so on and so forth. If you're anything, if you're anything, it's free game. And there's the, 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 the practice is in two parts. One, in the part of the person doing the, the making fun of, right? No, he he has to do his best to try not to actually insult the person, but to take his situation and make it funny. That's practice, practice from the giver, right? And then the receiver will practice um, receiving it, receiving it well. Receiving it in his ass, basically, is what it is. And not to be offended or to be considered uh, disrespect or to, to be considered anything like that. But to recognize that it's all fun and games. Anybody can get it and it's all fun and games. And then those that uh, get do get offended for um, stuff like that, they're typically the make the maker funner uh, uh, guy the guy doing the poking will typically 
um, apologize because his level, he, he's, he's, his, his level is there. He has no pride. To, you know, it's not, it's not a prideful thing. It's not a pride thing. Or he wants to be right or he's right because he's just making fun or anything like that. No, that's another level, right? Because if you make some fun of somebody and that person gets mad and you get mad back, like, why are you getting mad? Then you're both on a lower level. That's how we do, do, do distinguish and divide. Now, imagine a group of guys who are nothing offends them, right? Aside from the taboo, aside from that one thing, imagine a group of guys who takes the, all their situations in their life, um, whatever it may be, whatever wh whether it be their relationship or whether it be their job and occupation or whether it be possessions or anything, and uh, you have a group of guys in a circle making fun of everything and anything and everything and it's not poking fun at anything to insult a person it's all just taking material and taking the material putting it together and just generalizing the material and making it funny so they're not so they're not making fun of each other specifically but they're taking material and laughing at it that's that that's the level where I feel like I met with some of the guys, um, specifically with a couple of the groups that I associate with in the Kava world. Now I used to listen to um the Kava Talks um and the Kava Talks uh, um Zoom meeting and podcast and they talk a lot about men and mental illness. Um, I'm not with that. I'm not with that at all. I feel like, and we've talked about this in our group too, like, you know, our, our, our dads weren't affectionate and it's okay for us to feel vulnerable and all that and whatever it is. You remember the part on uh, Shrek when they try to get rid of Donkey? Shrek and, and Fiona try to get rid of Donkey. And Fiona's like, um, Donkey, you look sick. You look ill. You look this. You look that. And Donkey's like, well, yeah, I do feel, you know, kind of, you know, whatever it is. Whether it's dizzy or whatever. And it's, he folded his neck over, to, you know, and then now he's pandering to it. He's coddling himself just because he heard that somebody said, you look sick, you look this and you look that. I feel like, um, especially in the Tongan culture, because we're rough about that. We, we don't consider that true mental illness. If something like that happens, we feel like that it's controllable. If you are going through something, um, we feel like you can control your mind, you can control your emotions, and anything beyond that is you allowing it to get out of control, as far as mental illness is concerned. Some of the guys in the group is like, is on the side of, you know, because our, our dads weren't affectionate, because we were raised to be macho and tough, we're not allowed to show our feelings and this and that, which isn't the case. 
they just growing up um, and it's historic right Mariner even talks about it it's not that you, you you shouldn't you can't cry it's that you shouldn't cry in front of anybody else there's probably a handful of people you can and should cry too if that's the case one is your yourself right when we when I was talking about the story about uh and how Mariner cried at uh, Ulukalala's funeral, right? Uh, Ulukalala's son, Moengangu, looked over and saw him crying. I said, no, 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 no. The men don't cry here. The women were screaming. They were <clears throat> going off. They were yelling and whatnot. And Moengangu, Ulukalala's son, looked over, saw Mariner crying and told Mariner, no, the men don't cry here. This is the, 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 anything done in public. So it's almost like it's a combative, uh, methodic, um, strategy or the ability to control your emotions and your mind, um, makes you more of a man, um, by holding it in. But they allowed the women to just let go and let loose. So culturally, by nature or by culture, we weren't allowed to do that. And Moyangu told Mariner, um, stop crying, wipe your tears. We don't cry here. This that, that that's a, a female behavior, that's a female attribute, it's a female trait. They cry like that. Men control it, men hold it in. So as far as this whole mental illness issue. Um, as it pertains to men, I am on that same boat. Um, where is it or when is it that we're going to um, realize or recognize that perhaps we're acting like Donkey from Shrek? We're only doing it because we hear it, because Fiona said it, because they're trying to trick you into it, right? Um, culturally, I think it's a Palangi thing. Where oh we should we should be vulnerable we should allow ourselves to be that way. Well, if we allow ourselves to be that way, doesn't that mean that we can control it? If that's the case, culturally we can control all that. We can control um, what we do, where we do, and when we do it emotionally. Because this whole entire climate of um, emotional, emotional damage. I think it's spreading like wildfire. We're allowing boys to be girls. We're allowing boys to compete with girls. We're allowing um, transgenderism and homosexuality. And it, the ages go younger and younger and younger. And now Fiona has convinced the whole entire population of donkeys that it's okay, that you do look sick, that you feel sick, that you are sick, that there's something wrong with you. I think uh, I think the, 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 the Tongan culture has got it right. We're not going to pander to that. There were um, people in Tonga, when I was in Tonga, where it was obvious that they were slow, whether they had autism, where they were actually retarded, they were, they were, something was mentally wrong with them where they couldn't control it, 
where they, you know, they were like, oh, they were Vale or they were Noah, right? They were either dumb or they couldn't talk or whatever it is. Like, they were born that way with the inability to do and say and communicate and do any of that, right? There were people that don't like that. Those are the people that were allowed to be that way. Where it seemed like the normal people, if anybody was uh, going through something, they were expected to go through it with the handful of people that they were expected to go through it with. Whether you cry, go to your room and cry there, whether you go and cry, it's like for adults, go cry to your wife and explain your life to her, or go cry to, you know, your mom. I explain your life to her, right? Grown adults. And then we expect that you would um, relieve yourself there. Get it all out there, right? They call it uh, uh, talaloto. Talaloto. Loto is your heart inside. And when you talaloto, you tell somebody what you feel inside and you let it all out in there, whatever situation it may be. Or whoever it may be with. You can even do it in the mix. At the Calapu, at Faikava. There's people that cried there. I've cried at a Faikava. Um, with some, you know, for, with some, so, some subject that I felt like was personal to me. Right? And I talaloto and got it all out there. Explain my life. Right? Because there's some people that explain a life. You can do that there in the mix. And cry out there and let it out there. Because those are your guys, your friends, your Mikey guys. And if you can't do that there, then um, look for a spot where you know that people, you know, I guess not accept, but don't care. Because even after I do that, my friends will clown on me for crying. After the seriousness of the situation, my friends will, will make fun of me. And that, that that's practice from both sides. Being able to make fun of somebody that's going through something and the guy being made fun of to be able to take whatever is being made fun of just as entertainment. We can't sacrifice the entertainment value. We can't sacrifice a joke just to save somebody's feelings. Not in this group. Definitely not in the group that I'm in. Right? Um... People may be thinking things and want to say things, but depending on where you are and what mix you're at um, determines the appropriateness of what you say and when you say it and all of that. Unless you're like Leo Popuno, where he'll say anything anywhere to anybody and he's said things to people that he didn't even know and almost got his ass kicked. But... Once people learn who he is and find out who he is and this is just what he does, they realize how entertaining that is. It's more entertaining for him to talk crap to somebody he doesn't know. So when a bunch of people that know him um, sit there and watch him um, talk crap or or talk like he, he wants to fight somebody or wants to kick somebody's ass or whatever. When people sit around and listen to him or watch him do that to somebody that he absolutely does not know, especially if we all don't know him, that person, the entertainment value is way much higher to watch it happen 
to, you know, to people that he doesn't know, which is a level of Faikava, a level of Fakatamaiki that, um, you know, nobody, nobody really messes with or reaches where this guy Leo does it all naturally. And it's freaking hilarious. It's freaking entertaining. And then once people figure him out, then they're like, oh, he was just kidding. That is freaking hilarious because I didn't know who he was, but that's so funny that he would do that. And it's funnier that he would do that because I didn't know him, right? And everybody has the same reaction to to Leo. So these are the different levels of behavior, of uh, responses, of action and reaction, Um and it's all about behavior. It's all about control. It's all about mental and emotional uh, discipline. And we do not pander or coddle or enable mental illness. Because it is what it is. And if it is, then it is. But if it isn't, then it isn't. Because you take mental illness... And you take the, the, the way the Tongans respond to mental illness, we respond to it like you're just acting up. You are you are uh, responding to Fiona. Fiona told you that you were sick, donkey, and now you're you've you you've you've twisted your neck and you've accepted that as fact and you you are behaving that way now. That's not a that's not a male attribute. That's not how men should behave. Not in Tonga. Um everything and anything can be controlled and disciplined. And for anybody to act up like that and then to watch the Kava podcasts and the Kava casts and whatever it is that people talk about and they mention Kava and they call their their, their space kava and it's like well what about the guys that want to come and make fun of it what about that that's kava that's fai kava what about the guys that want to come and break it down and poke holes in it and punch holes and kick cracks in, in, in the walls of, the, of whatever you guys are talking about what about that is that acceptable or are we only going to talk about the soft and vulnerable state men are in when they are when you're talking about mental illness and how it pertains to or relevant to the state of a man's emotions and whatnot. What about that? Can we make fun of it? Can we find entertainment uh, properties um, in it and entertain ourselves? Or should we not should we only be serious about it? Because Tonga is that, as far as making fun of things. We find humor and comedy in everything and anything. And just like I said, the only inappropriate thing inside of our circle is um, talking about female relationships, relations. Sisters, cousins, aunts, moms, and grandmas. That's why it's so disrespectful. To put into another person's mind, thoughts. The, we're talking about the, 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 the guy in the 
Faikava, the guy in the circle. We taboo, by nature, this is taboo to us, not to put a thought, an inappropriate thought of somebody's female relative into his mind, into the male relative's mind, not even a thought. That's taboo to us, right? Um, our, our lives are, 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 were shaped that way growing up. Boys and girls don't um, associate themselves, affiliate themselves in private quarters. Girls in the girls' area, boys in the boys' area, and we only share the family quarters, living room, dining room, kitchen. Those are the only areas we share. Boys go play over there. Girls go play over there. We don't. We acknowledge the fact that there may be appropriations that may happen. There are appropriations happening now. There have been appropriations that have happened before. Um, because that we find that extremely taboo, even the thought. So when we're sitting um, and watching TV, whatever it may be, if there's a kissing scene or whatever, everybody turns away because it is inappropriate to even share that thought. That's why some people, boys and girls, don't even watch TV together. Because they don't want them to accidentally share an inappropriate thought. That's taboo to us. That's why we respect that. That's why we uh, behave that way. That's why our sisters and mothers and, and our female relations are that sacred and taboo to us. That's why we don't do that or talk about them um, in, in the Faikawa. That's why that's the only off-limits thing. Because we grew up that way. So if we grew up not trying, not sharing thoughts or areas or quarters or anything, then that's the only thing that really is, is the, is the extreme uh, taboo to us. Right? So that's what it is. So to listen to a bunch, bunch of uh, gentlemen speak on men and their ability to 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 be vulnerable, their ability to you know whatever mental or emotional whatever they're going through, it's laupisi to us. Laupisi is nonsense. It's like it's nonsense to us. Like that's nonsense. If you want to cry, go cry. If you want to go scream and yell, go scream and yell in your pillow, or in your walk-in closet where there's hella clothes and it's all insulated. Go let it out there. It should not be mental and emotional damage. Should not be. It, you shouldn't wear it on your sleeve. You shouldn't walk around with it. You shouldn't get all kinds of different pills and medicines for it. Because we believe that it's in your mind. Literally in your mind. We believe that it's controllable. We believe that it's disciplinable. We believe that you can get a hold of it. And we also believe that you should let it out if that's the case. Go let it out. Go into, you know, your hot tub or your bathtub or a swimming pool and freaking yell it all out so that your soul feels that it's letting all this pain and all this anguish and all this everything that you feel like you can't discipline or you can't control, let it freaking out. 
Shoot, do it in a freaking tunnel. <laughs> Drive to the nearest tunnel and just sit in the back of the truck like we used to do as kids and just freaking yell until that whole tunnel feels the vibrations of your soul and the anguish letting out of you. Because you run into guys like me and guys like us and some of us who don't believe in mental illness the way that some of these guys are talking, mental illness. It's something that we should, that's fragile and tender and it needs tenderness and all that. Nah, now you're not behaving like a man in our opinion, in our, you know, in our culture, how we look at it. We'll learn and we'll learn whatever it is the Palagis have to say about mental illness. We'll learn that. We'll learn what it is that they're talking about. But you got to remember that they're, they, even they have an end goal. Even they have an agenda, right? Even Fiona. Fiona wanted Donkey to feel sick so that they can put Donkey down and then Fiona and Shrek go do their thing. Whatever it is that they was trying to do. And for many parts of mental illness, it requires both therapy and medication. Therapy and medication costs money. If you're doing therapy and medication based on the money that comes from your insurance, then if I was a therapist or a doctor, and I know that the... I know that the the bank or the bankroll of the insurance company was endless. I'm going to give you as many medications as I possibly can. I'm going to send you to as many therapists as I possibly can as a doctor prescribing you. If that's my end goal is to make money. Now the therapist, the doctor, um, the medicine makers. Now they're, they all have the same agenda. They want to put donkey down and then go and do their thing with Shrek. That's what it seems like. That's what it feels like. So all I'm saying is to be careful. Um, if you can control it, control it. This isn't. Uh, you, you you just you just got the right one, as far as when it comes to the the the, the ones that want to clown on it, want to make fun of it, want to find entertainment out of it. And it's not out of your pain and out of your anguish. No, it's out of, um, it's out of the hypothetical that what if they were that way, perhaps it's just, they're not going to sacrifice entertainment value or comedy or humor to save anybody's feelings. What about those guys? Or is that inappropriate? Or is that too sensitive? Or is that... Because uh, uh, it's not... It's, it's not sacred or taboo. Especially if they're sharing their feelings with a whole bunch of strangers. Or sharing their feelings with a stranger therapist that's going to eventually prescribe a medication. And there's a whole bunch of people that are going to make money off of your pain. There's people that are going to make money off of your anguish. Why don't you come around people that love you and talk to them, cry to them, and then know that when they make fun of it, that's that's also another part of um, therapy as well. 
We're not going to let it conquer us. We're going to make fun of them. We're going to make fun of this, this, this problem or whatever it is that we're going to conquer it together. And so I think that's the angle that most of the old uh, cultural Tongans uh, stand, perhaps. Um, that's how my father stood. Uh, my mother was, she was the one to take all the tenderness. I mean, she had the tenderness of a mother to be able to accept that um, we're crying to her and she's there to comfort us in that way. My dad didn't even want to hear if we were crying. My dad didn't even, didn't even give a damn what the hell the situation was if it was accompanied with tears and a shaky voice. That That shaky voice was annoying to him. He was ready to kick somebody's ass if you if he heard a shaky voice accompanied with tears. My mom was embracing that because she possessed the tenderness of a mother to to accept that. To receive those 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 hurts, right? Because the women are emotional creatures, which means they understand emotion. We're men, we're more cerebral about it. We're more practical. Um, it doesn't, nothing makes sense enough to cry over and cry for. That's why we need the mother. That's why we need the tenderness of a woman, of a mother to, to accept that, to receive that. Like punt returns and kick returns, they receive and they do it well. They do it right. Or dads. That, that just doesn't make sense. Don't talk to him about that. <laughs> uh, and we may look at him and be like, what an asshole. But really, that's not what they were made for. That's not what they were built for. That's not what uh, That's not what they do. Let me close this window. This freaking this dog barking like it's trying to relieve itself of whatever's in its soul. So that's 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 where I'm at with that. That's all I'm talking about with that, as far as emotion. There are there are men that are emotional. There are men that I hang out with that are emotional. There are men, and we're talking about things that men get offended from, right? Because being macho also, um, there are words that offend men, right? The word bitch. Nobody likes being called a bitch. Um... You go on to a different level and people don't like being called bustas, right? People don't like being called punks. But it's like, what's a punk? What's a busta? And a bitch? Is that, is that even, because we know that's not true. As far as men is concerned, they're just saying that to get to the emotions of a man. Into the emotions and the uncontrollable and undisciplinable emotions, you know? And then when men get offended, that's their way of crying over it. So they're they're crying over, say, you call somebody a bitch, and they get offended and want to fight. Those are fighting words. Not to some groups. I think those groups are elevated um, in intellect, their mind understands that 
No, it's it, we're we're not a bitch. I'm not a bitch. But it's funny to say that because it's not true because they're fighting words because you know we share whatever the relationship we share whatever it is that you would accept and know that oh yeah it's funny to call each other a bitch and then there's dude that just won't accept it no you're gonna have to prove i'm a bitch let's go toes let's throw hands because you ain't gonna be calling me a bitch i ain't no bitch isn't that a female response an emotional response wouldn't you expect that from uh because it doesn't make sense to respond that way yeah but he called him a bitch hmm how serious really is that because we know it's not true we know that if they fought that he would win and we also know that it's 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 there's got to be a little bit of entertainment value and somebody who's not as macho, like say a Femi, a Femi guy, calling a macho guy a bitch. That's funny. You step back and look at it, it's like, dude, that's funny, right? But some people just won't be called that. Um, my opinion about that, I don't feel like it's, I feel it's funny. Um, I'm in a, a group of friends where, um, they call me a bitch and it's to me, that group is more of there. We don't get offended for over things like that because, because we try so hard to one up each other mentally, intellectually, um, that it's, it, it it's, it's more of, it's more of a compliment to be clever because you can get past that. Somebody called you a bitch. Okay, what's next? What's more clever than that? Somebody called you this. What's more clever than that? Somebody called you this. Somebody said this to you about this situation. What's more clever than that? We want each other, uh, one up each other on trying to be clever, on cleverness and clever responses that being called a bitch doesn't even compute to us. It's just a funny word to us. And we feel like any anybody who gets offended about any word or any situation, whether it's mental illness or any other situation in your life, then we feel like that person is just too emotional. That person, that, that, that person is not cerebral enough to hang with guys who don't feel like that's a that that's an issue a word with an issue. We don't feel like that's the case. But some people will keep it down and just not be offended. Some people will be offended quietly. Some people will say something and some people will fight over over words like that. Where we feel like the only fighting words that exist in a circle, in a mix, in Faikava is words against your female relatives because we don't want um, we grew up not having the thought, the inappropriate thought enter our minds. Even that, that's the, that right there is pure. And that right there is consistent. And that right there can match the consistency of why, um, the Lord or the Bible or the scriptures don't ever mention the heavenly mother in any of the scriptures.
perhaps it's because of that. So if that's the case, then it's doctrine. It's scriptural. The principles are doctrine. Not to allow yourself to even think things that are taboo and make it untaboo or unsacred. And it all comes down to what we've been talking about as far as control, emotion, discipline, um, and things like that, of that nature. So, let me know what y'all think. Uh, tell me what you guys are thinking and how you guys feel about that as far as men and you know emotion and all that. In this climate of feminizing, I feel there's a lot of feminizing going on where it really is weird to us that all this feminizing is going on because what is the purpose what is the end goal my uh dad told me taught me two different words that mean the same thing similar right they mean liberty and freedom the first word in tongan is tawataina tawataina means free right free liberty liberty tawataina and he told me that there's another word and it's which also means free do whatever you want now he told me and he was describing to me that the difference between and is considers the consequences liberty and freedom that considers consequences that's that's that type of freedom is behavior, is freedom, and agency, and liberty that does not consider consequences. That's fa'iteriha. So he gave me an analogy of tying a horse up to a tree. And he said, when you tie a horse to a, to a tree, it can eat anything within the bounds of that rope. Right? How Whatever it is, grass or leaves or whatever it is that the, the, the horse can eat or wants to eat within those bounds, the horse is to eat whatever with, is within those bounds or those parameters. And then he said, you take the rope off and now the horse is it's going to eat everything. It's going to step on anything. It's going to destroy whatever garden or plantation that it may roam through. It may go through two or three or four plantations just doing and stepping and doing whatever. Now it's fighteria, which is free, but not considering consequences. There's no parameters. Anybody who catches that horse can shoot it and eat it because it's fighteria. The owner of that horse should have tied it up so that it can be tawataina, which is free to do whatever it is within the, the, the parameters of whatever it's allowed to, considering the consequences. That's Tawataina. But I feel like today's climate and today's age, there's a lot of fighteriha going on and allowing boys to go in the girls' bathroom. That to us is already taboo, broken taboo. Boys trying to behave like girls. Okay, whatever. They want to behave like girls. Forcing everybody to accept that and consider that, that's a fighteriha. 
mentality. Now you don't even care. You just want everybody to accept it. You don't care what they think. Well, now your your mentality and your whatever it is you're going through, you're 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 pushing it onto me now. So you're gonna fight Teriha on whatever you think is right over my uh, freedom and liberty to think whatever I want. Am I not Tawataina to think? Even that's what it seems like. I'm not even Tawataina to think. I'm not Tawataina to say to speak. Because now they want us to 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 call them by their pronouns. That is overflowing. Your pronouns are overflowing into, I have to spit it out of my mouth too? No. If I don't even believe what, that what you're talking about, why would I even play along? Unless I'm part of the charade. Unless I'm part of the play along itself. Come on now. Come on. That's not happening. So, I think everybody is given the right from God to be Tawata'ina. As long as it doesn't overflow into anybody else's Tawata'ina. Because then that becomes Fa'itariya. So anyways, as far as mental illness is concerned and all this freedom and agency and liberty and all that, um, there, there is too much, too much of... You you wouldn't you wouldn't think that there is too much liberty, but once it starts overflowing into not considering consequences, into forcing other people to think and behave the way you feel like they should, then you've just come become fighteria. You you have way too much freedom because now you're using it to control me, right? I think the whole, that's what I've, I've always thought about this whole fake pandemic thing. Them taking the numbers and adjusting them, adjusting so many uh, uh, different diseases into COVID just to convince people of COVID, to, to, to tell everybody about the mask, to tell everybody how people died. When really, why would you, anyway, that's a different conversation. But I feel like there's a lot of control, fighteria control going on, because the powers that be are fighteria, and they're taking away tawataina and not letting anybody do that. So, anyways, that's just the podcast for today, guys. A little bit of, a little bit of everything: uh, liberty, freedom, uh, mental illness, uh, culture, and Tonga, and by nature, and how we think and feel, and what is accepted, the disciplines and uh, emotion and all that um, as it uh, when it comes to, to, to the person person being and being around the groups that you're Fata Mikey with and who's true Fata Mikey and who's, there's different levels there are different levels of mixing, there's different level of Kavas, I've talked about this on Kava University on my TikTok, I'm just going to be more elaborate here on this podcast, so Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Uh, for all you truck drivers out there, I'll try to keep something going every day so that you guys have something to listen to. Ah, to the sound of my voice. Must be noise. Okay, go dams. Ofat, we'll talk to you guys next time. All right.